Yo, check it out, guys. Let's cut the bullshit, okay? Number one, this is a brand new episode of the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast, an award-winning show. Number two, this show is produced by the world-famous award-winning podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers. And lastly, number three, I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. BTB is recorded in 8K high doge finition stereo sound. This will always be professional podcasting. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the weekend wrap up. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. Your boy, the Korean John Cusack, has talked on this show about bringing back a full head of hair. And after a legit endorsement of Keeps, by one half of the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis, whose hair has made an all-time comeback. They are now sponsoring the podcast and me. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Low-cost Treatments start at just $10 per month and Keeps offers generic versions. Discreet packaging and proven results, Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatments can take from four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash btbarmy to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com, keeps.com slash btbarmy to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash btbarmy. I don't think any business will be discussed on this episode, okay? I'm not talking about crypto on this episode. I'm just going to get into what happened in my life and some real game. And this fucking fight that happened last night has triggered a whole lot of shit, okay? So let's start out with that bullshit fight that went down last night between my former homie and someone I low-key idolized, Floyd Mayweather, against the YouTuber, Logan Paul. Before we begin, I have to say a shift in the culture, or should I say a gigantic change in the earth is beginning, okay? And that's that. what I mean is condoning weirdo, goofy, soft motherfuckers, okay? There's a war between the soft goofies against the real ones, against the originals, all right? The remix was never intended to be better than the original. 
Sometimes it is, though, depending on who you ask. But most remakes can't fuck with the original. What is Ben talking about? We are witnessing before our very own eyes the next wave of technology takeover, and it's a much bigger leap than when we went from cassettes to CDs, okay? And when we went from VHS tapes to DVDs, right? Music videos killed the radio. Streaming killed Blockbuster and Warehouse Records. And now YouTube is taking out television. And I knew this all would happen. But it now it is happening now, right? But when anyone can just get behind a computer or get behind a camera, get behind a phone and create content and gain a following, it's not always a great thing, okay? Yeah, you're taking out the big corporate else, but sometimes shit is filtered for a reason. That doesn't mean it's always good, okay? We've dumbed down so much that with so much technology making our lives so-called easier, we've actually become dumber, all right? My days of wanting the big corpse and the big bosses to fall against this, you know, the David and Goliath, be like, yo, man, I can't wait till this motherfucker goes down. Boom. That shit is coming. It's actually happening in some places, but it's going to come soon, okay? Even the police are getting way less calls in major cities, small cities, because people just don't trust them, right? Banks are scared. It's not yet the rapture, but we are coming with a big, big shift, all right? And it don't look good. Now, my outlook may not sound positive because I'm not trying to sugarcoat shit, but I'll say this. I noticed in my lifetime, anytime I was told something softly, you know, in a gentler way or in a nicer way, whatever, but overly just trying to ease my pain, it didn't help. Some people want to be lied to. I I am not one of them. There's a shift going on, a major change in the world. And uh, look, man, we're making clowns famous. And for, I don't know, lack of a better term, let's call it Trumpism. Okay. Floyd Mayweather looked a little out of shape in my eyes last night, okay? And I've been watching him fight since 1999. Well, I've actually been watching him since before that, but I have not missed one single fight in real time since 99. I have watched every fight in real time, not on the recording, not on fucking highlights. I have watched every fight of pretty boy Floyd Mayweather since 1999, okay? We became friends in 2010, Came pretty close, stayed at his house, he flew me out a lot, we kicked it off and has some of my greatest stories in life probably involve Floyd, okay? And then in 2014, I laughed at a joke that 50 Cent made about him and Floyd cut me out of his life, okay? I have no qualms about it at all. It was funny, right? When people make fun of me, I laugh, especially when I do dumb shit. Now, in his case, it might be a little different because he has learning disability. So it's not necessarily funny, but I, I laughed and you know, it was all in good fun, right? It was, it was fucked up, whatever. But the thing with me is I don't regret it. It is what it is, you know? At the point of the time the damage was done, there was no going back being like, yo, champ, I'm sorry, blah, blah. I got no issues with dude, you know what I mean? And just because people might have a problem with me, that don't mean I got a problem with them, Right? 
I don't hate nobody in life. I don't have no drama with nobody. Okay. I don't think about it that deep. But we are talking about a Floyd Mayweather fight, so I'm going to bring up a story about it, okay? And I can tell the difference between hate and jokes, even when there's a roast session going on. If I'm getting roasted, if I'm getting clowned on, man, I can see the light. I can see what you know where, where that fine line between hate and jokes are, okay? But bottom line, Floyd's love for money and his lack of morals actually set us back a little bit, guys, all right? People like 6 9 Shouldn't be able to make a mockery of legends, right? You know what I'm saying? Like people like Six Nine, people who act like that, people who just really just like even the little Tay. Now, I don't know about little Tay now. I've had some discussions with their family and stuff, but little Tay back then, no, you can't side with people like that against people who actually followed protocol, who've done the right things. Okay. Now going to a suicide forest in Japan. And recording dead people is the lowest of low, okay? I do not believe in cancel culture because 90% of the time, the ones wanting to cancel someone, they're wanting to cancel somebody over a level three, maybe a level five at most out of a 10 crime. So on a one to 10 crime, these people have caused a three or five. Now there's people out there who've raped and done bad shit. They fucking have trafficked women, done some scumbag shit, yes, that's when you throw away the key, okay? But when you make a 290 out of a 10 level fuck up, I don't believe in canceling at that point. You should get the fucking electric chair, okay? Now, I don't necessarily believe in karma, right? And I don't, you know what I mean? Like, Because there's, there's a lot of motherfuckers that, you know, that I've known who've had a pretty good life, died peacefully, and did really bad things to a lot of people. And people say, oh, what happens? Well, shut the fuck up, man. Look, man, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't happen, okay? I'm not really a huge believer of karma. Sometimes there is something like that. I do understand the term of it, I'm just saying. But today, these kids want what's called clout, okay? And that's why I am so tough on my kids. I'm heavy on what they do. I monitor what they're watching, what they're doing on their phones, and yes, they love YouTube, right? And it doesn't mean just because I don't like YouTube, but they, I don't, I, you know, I monitor what they watch on YouTube. I refuse to allow my children to become soft, uncultured, disrespectful. I will never, I will not allow anyone in the Yang Gang to disrespect their elders, okay? My guidance, my wife's guidance, the adults, you know, in their lives are going to lead them away from sucker shit, okay? From being a tattletale, being a snitch, being a rat, right? Or bad people in general. They will generally know the difference between good and bad, okay? But in today's world, people are entertained by clowns, especially the ones who are seeking attention and dying for it, thirsty for it, Okay? And these clowns, these people who are seeking for attention, right, they might have mental health issues. And then they might use mental health as an excuse. But sometimes these chicken shit, bitch ass actions are not excusable, not even by mental health. Because some of these people, they can kind of switch it on and off and they can kind of like, they're able to maneuver. Oh, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. No, no, fuck that. They don't know what they're doing when they're being criticized, but they know what they're doing, right? When they're doing it right. Like, fuck that shit. 
okay? Can't control it. No, 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 it's not always going to be excusable. But what you can do is you can do your part as an adult, as a parent, as an uncle, as an elder, and strengthen your last name. Strengthen your household, okay? Strengthen your legacy. As much as I love being Korean, that will never make me delusional in choosing a winner over a loser. You can still support your idol if he loses and you guys share the same ethnicity. I seen some shit I said last night about this fucking fight with Canelo. And the funny thing is, Canelo put the shake in my head emoji. He was actually referring to the fucking Mexico versus USA soccer game. He wasn't even watching that stupid ass fight. All right. But then people are saying shit. I said it. I didn't even see his fucking tweet. All right. I just said, look, man, shit. Logan Paul did better than fucking Canelo. All of a sudden, Mexican, you tripping, you being handed or whatever. Look, talk. Great. He's a good boxer now. I'm not really tripping. Look at, at the end of the day, talk. He's Floyd's son. All right. Period. Okay. And I'm not fucking delusional. If fucking Canelo was Korean, I would have said the same shit. You're a fucking disgrace. No, I'm not fucking delusional, you dumb fuck. Stop being fucking delusional. All right. Canelo fought Mayweather when he was 22. Tyson became the world champion, undisputed champion of the world at 21. Cassius Clay at the same age. Look, I'm not trying to hear that shit. All right. Sorry. Going to be real. Any fucking real person that's been in competitive sports, not sits at home and drinks fucking beers and works at a fucking, you know, at a warehouse or whatever the fuck it may be, boom, and watch 75,000 hours of boxing. I'm talking about people who have experienced professional sports or on a higher level. Understand, you know, the science of things when it comes to hitting someone, whether it be in combat sports or something similar, okay? I didn't say Canelo wasn't a good fighter. I just said he didn't fuck with Floyd and he could never beat Floyd. No matter what time during Floyd's professional career where they fought, he wouldn't have beat him. It just wasn't going to happen. Now the fucking crazy part is Logan Paul did fight a better fight. It's fucking painful for me to say that. All right? But when you live in that fuckery and denial, that's when your credibility gets tarnished. All right? I refuse to support someone just because they are Korean for that sole purpose only. If they're a piece of shit, if they're useless or whatever, yes, I'm not going to go out of my way to fucking tell them whatever. I like to uplift people, but there are people out there that deserve to get the shine just because. Now, if there's like, you know, it's an iffy, it's quite, you know, they're all sitting on the fence. Yes, I might make my decision, but I'm not going to be delusional on a fight or on a player or something else. Why someone deserves something. Jeremy Lin does not deserve to be in the NBA. Sorry. It's not good enough. It's all racist. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. I refuse to just support somebody because he came up from the same neighborhood as I did and came up a hard way. You know? And then, Later decides to do some 6 9 type shit. Nah. I don't rock with those who fucking do silly, goofy shit like that. I rock with those who do right. And by the way, in today's world, numbers do lie. All right? Sorry to say it. Men lie. Women lie. No, no, numbers do lie. Okay? Patterns don't lie. They can be tricky at some times, all right? Someone could be 99% right and go down the path 99 times and say this right 99 times. It might fuck up one time. So you have to be specific when you think about it, though. I trust patterns. 
more than I trust fucking numbers, okay? So last night's fight was a total shit show, literally, all right? By the way, I love Chad Ocho Cinco. He looked decent out there against the thing, but then you'll see what happened, okay? And um, I'm not one for conspiracies, all right? But I know Floyd. I know him personally. I know his boxing style very well. I have been training with him before. I have, you know, been around him a lot, okay? Yes, he won $100 million last night for an hour's worth of work. Great. But he lost a lot of credibility in the boxing world and in the world in general. And even though he clearly won the fight against Logan Paul, Logan Paul won the evening, all right? Logan Paul won last night, period, right? Floyd just gave the Paul brothers the Thanos battery pack in their back. And uh, I just can't keep the same energy to want to see the bullshit be stopped. You know, I've done my part. I've been grinding for decades, right? So I'm literally cashing in the fruits of my labor and at this point, I'm just tired of disappointment. So I could go do what I want to do and just go ahead and just kind of focus on what's going on in my life, right? But, you know, I'm just disappointed. And uh, I remember the, one of the last books I read was Phil Jackson's uh, autobiography, right? And in the book, he says, don't have any expectations and you'll never be disappointed. Bullshit, Phil. Fuck you, Phil. All right? I demand more out of life. Just like you demanded more out of MJ. You demanded more out of Kobe, out of the Bulls, out of the Lakers. Fuck the fuck off, okay? We strive for greatness. Otherwise, why bother? Now, this is not a contradiction either, okay? But that fight was almost better than the Conor McGregor fight. It actually was. The only thing is that he obviously knocked Conor McGregor out. It's the only thing that made it better. But overall, watching and everything... Jake look uh what is his name? Logan Paul looked better. And honestly, now Jake, it's funny. I think Jake Paul would actually beat Conor McGregor's ass in a boxing match. Like, I think he'd fucking crush him. All right. Too many fanboys will argue that I'm crazy. Stick to making jewelry, Ben. What gives you the right to say that? You're stupid as fuck. Guess what? My knowledge and credentials to make that statement are most likely 90% better than anyone who fucking disagrees with that statement. And if you can't tell by now, I am not a fan whatsoever of the Paul brothers. But again, Logan looked real decent last night. He knew how to fight. I don't give a shit if Floyd is 44, okay? And Floyd is arguably the best boxer ever in history. There is without... A single doubt in my mind that Floyd could have knocked out Logan Paul after the fourth round, okay? Almost even in the fourth round, he could have knocked his ass out, all right? Logan was tired as fuck. He was exhausted, but he took advantage. He knew that, you know, the little shit when you're hugging, all that fuck. I hate it. If you guys followed me in 09, 2010, when I was doing my boxing contract, I hate motherfuckers who hug, you know, exhibition, it's the way to get out of things, right? Logan was motherfucking exhausted, okay? And he took advantage of the situation. He was obviously, you know, the weight, whatever. And again, he looked real decent out there. 
He did better than a lot of bigger name professional boxers, and it is a sad fact of life. Like I said earlier, we're making the wrong people famous. Okay, the youth is misguided. Why? Mostly because of how many broken homes exist and motherfuckers don't give a fuck about their kids. They fucking have kids. They just don't give a fuck. Motherfuckers ain't practicing safe sex. They don't give a shit. They just want to boom. Then a baby pops out. They don't think about raising the kid. They don't give a fuck. And then just all of a sudden that baby walks, wakes up, uh, I mean, raised with no mom, no dad, whatever. Lack of morals or standards, you know, lack of love, all kinds of shit. We've dumbed down and watered down so much shit that everyone thinks they're a professional, okay? Because of memes saying, don't give up on your dreams, only like these fucking inspirational pages. Now there's 45-year-old men out there trying to become famous off of rap. You know, they're trying to become a famous rapper, you know, at 45. And then you got the guys out there like, Ben, well, who are you to hate on someone trying to live their dreams, Ben? Listen, common sense ain't that common anymore, okay? Let me explain to you. Imagine being down 40 points in a basketball game with two minutes left in the fourth quarter and the team ain't getting any worse, okay? And you're getting worked that bad by the fucking bench players, okay? At that point, it might be a sign to not keep going, right? You, you think, right? might be a sign. Know when to say when. A lot of times, it's obvious to most people, especially when I was growing up, okay? But nowadays, it's not that obvious. It seems like going against the grain is becoming more popular. And that proves my point that common sense these days isn't that common, okay? And I know you guys hear me say hate or whatever. I said hate is a strong word. So I'd rather say this. You don't have to like everyone, Stop trying to be liked by everyone, especially people you don't know. If my wife and kids and my immediate family are the only ones who love me, what more could I ask for? That's real wealth, all right? I have over 2 million acquaintances in the world and maybe five actual friends. And tell you the truth, that's perfect for me. All right, but look, back to that fight or whatever you want to call it. What a shitty fucking fight. And what sucks is, is I have defended boxing for almost a decade now. Oh, boxing is dead. And UFC this, that, and that. I'm pretty sure you guys know my opinion on fucking UFC. I'm, like, I'm just tired of defending boxing anymore. All right, there's too many suckers being raised in the world. And all these bitch-ass motherfuckers are gravitating towards each other. And they're creating sucker-ass crews. All right, now nah, I'm good. I just pray that before I leave this earth, did I see another shift, but this time back in the right way. Like I pray, man, because we see all this fucking bullshit and turmoil and all kinds of crazy shit, man. We need to fucking bring it back the right way. All right, so now look at that was like nothing I've ever done, not since maybe the first few episodes. That was heavy duty talk right there. Okay, so it's time to lighten up the mood. And uh, we'll be right back with more BTB, y'all.
Fill in the blank. Brush, floss, then. If you didn't say rinse, you may not be getting a complete clean. Mouthwash is a key part of your whole mouth's health because it gets between teeth to kill bad breath germs and help strengthen enamel. Thankfully, the oral care experts at Quip created a super simple way to make mouthwash part of your daily oral care routine. You know, Quip, the makers of the electric toothbrush and floss that you hear about from me all the time, well, they've launched a new mouthwash to help you complete your clean. Plus, it comes with a refillable dispenser that's delightful to use and sleek enough to fit on any bathroom counter. The refillable dispenser's compact footprint will fit in any bathroom, big or small. And with five colors and two high-end finishes to choose from, you're guaranteed to find a dispenser that matches your style. This is one mouthwash you definitely won't want to hide under the sink. Add a mouthwash refill plan and make sure your rinse never runs out. With the customizable subscription, you can get refills automatically delivered straight to your door every three months. Along with mouthwash, Quip also delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free. So you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. With affordable refills plus free shipping, it's so easy to keep your entire mouth healthy. Join the over 5 million mouths already using Quip and start swishing today. Make sure you go to G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash baller five. Quip, the good habits company. On June 25th, the best show on TV will have its last ride. The final season of Bosch airs on Amazon Prime on June 25th. This is not a motherfucking commercial, by the way, just so you guys know. We are in the show now. We are in the second part of the show. Just know that, yes, the best show. You guys know how much I fucking love Bosch, all right? I might fuck around and break open a brand new Cherry Blossom Habiki 30 you know what I'm saying? For those of you who don't know, that's Japanese whiskey, rare, expensive Japanese whiskey. And so, or you know, I might break out a really good bottle of wine and enjoy that final season. And then I might go into my bed and cry. Okay. If you guys don't know or haven't been listening to the show, BTB, since day one, right? Bosch is the best detective TV show ever created, ever. Right. And it's all based in Los Angeles and it has heavy, and I mean, heavy, deep, legit, real Angelino vibes. Okay, I've watched shit, what, all six seasons, maybe five times, at least five times. Like me and my boy, Dr. Will, we rock with that show heavy. This is fucking crazy, man. And um, yeah, June 25th, y'all. And for those of you who haven't watched it, man, look, it started season one. It don't matter what time. It's fucking just an amazing show. It's not time sensitive. Just watch the shit, okay? Uh, more bad news, man. Goddamn. Obviously, the Lakers lost. I knew they were done after game five, and I said it, you know what I'm saying? But what happens now in the offseason? Like, if we don't get someone 
you know, of the magnitude of Dame, you know, Dollar, right? We don't get Damian Lillard. It's like, I, I don't know. Because I don't think AD is going to be enough. Like, he's just always going to be a liability. And speaking of that, um, but you know, actually, let me let me say this first, okay? Let me just get this off my chest right now. I don't want to hold this shit in, period, okay? Just in case I wasn't clear on social media, okay? Fuck Kyle Kuzma, all right? Fuck him in his ear. Fuck him in his leg. Fuck every angle of that bitch motherfucker, okay? There it is. He is the epitome of a shit sucker. He is hot basura in a fourth world country on the side of the fucking road. Get him the furthest fucking place away from Los Angeles. Any homie of his should let him know. They should not be a yes man. Should be like, bro, listen, you stink, dog. Like, for real? Like, yeah, get your bag, do what you got, but don't cap, motherfucker. Like, bro, you terrible. Like, he needs to go play basketball in Transylvania. All right, China's way too good for Kuzma. Right, and, and I can't believe the Clippers actually pulled it off by hair. But you know, eh, you know what? Utah's gonna end their parade. They're gonna wash that pussy ass PG, that fucking weirdo robot that wears New Balance shoes. Like, look, man, it's a weird shift in balance. Like I said, and it's a weird thing now with all the shit. I don't think Steph's really an OG, no matter what the fuck is winning chip. I'm saying like, just like the older cats that like this new breed is coming in. It's a different shit with like Dev Booker and, and all this other things. It's a weird thing to call Kevin Durant kind of like an OG. Me is, but like. You know, like it's just different. It's shifted and it's just getting weird. And you see who's in the finals and who's who's not in the finals for the first time. Look, the Nets look so dangerous right now that I can't see anybody taking them out, right? Like, we'll see what happens with Harden. I think, I don't know what, what the final result is so far as it didn't check. But look, man, without Harden, they tapped that Milwaukee ass. So I can't see anybody taking them out. Now on the West, not on the East, I don't know. And I said this before the season even started, okay? So go back and check out old episodes of Behind the Baller if you don't believe me. I said that shit, all right? Uh, congratulations are in order from my bro, friend of the podcast, friend of the BTB show, Michael Dixon of the Seattle Seahawks. He had just got an extension on his contract, Uh he got a, I think, $14 million bag. Mike Dixon, you Australian Texan motherfucker. Love you, Mikey. Much love. If you guys have not heard the episode of Michael Dixon on BTB, then go back and check it out. Honestly hope that the Seahawks can go and sign my boy Quandre next and Jamal Adams and give them extensions and get that shit cracking. But, uh, you know, I finally saw the movie Boogie. I, told, I said I was going to see it, right? But I want to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to give daps to my boy. It was written and directed by my friend, Eddie Huang. And, uh, you know, he's had his ups and downs in Hollywood. Not really had downs, actually. That motherfucker's kind of just always been up, right? But he had that show fresh off the boat and his book and everything. His life is very, very, very uh, interesting. And I got to say, I'm very impressed, Right? The movie was good. I like the cinematography part of it for sure. I'd give it a solid 78 out of 100, right? I thought the actual basketball acting and the playing basketball was kind of lacking. I think that's the part that needed the help the most. So like the storyline was cool and everything, but look, go watch Above the Rim if you want to see what I'm talking about. When you watch that, it looks like what well, Dwayne Martin really played. You know what I'm saying? By the way, professional, he played for the fucking Knicks. He was, you know, a real baller. Uh, the Chinese doing the movie, maybe he might play. I don't know. It didn't look like he might. Pop Smoke, rest in peace. 
uh, I don't know. It he looked okay, but I'm saying it's just overall look kind of, uh, you know, for especially for, for the level that they're talking about. But look, I love the story. My favorite part of the fucking movie is when he broke down Jeremy Lin. The way he talked about Jeremy Lin in that movie was so fucking on super point. You have to watch that shit. I know fucking Jeremy Lin Henry. It's just the realness that was said about it. Just, man, I'm going to get into it. Go watch the movie. I fuck with Eddie. We are similar in more ways than I thought. And uh, the more that we get to talk, the more that I rock with dude. Congrats, Eddie. Uh, I bought the movie, by the way, because, you know, it was fucking not that far from renting. So I was like, fuck it. Um, and it brings back what I was saying earlier about being proud of your race. Okay. Be proud, but don't be delusional. Right. I saw these random comments about people taking other people's jobs or another spot on a team, getting it fucking like, check it out. The world ain't fair. Okay. The world works on handshakes and networking, right? AKA plugs. Okay. Especially these days, right? You can do all that you're supposed to do. Go to Harvard, you know, fucking wash your ass, be polite, be a good person. And you may not make it in the field that you're trying to be in. You know, I got my fucking degree in cinematography. I haven't used it. I still love it, but nah, I'm not going there. Anyways, you could do everything that you think is right and you might not make it in that career, right? Sounds fucked up. But again, life ain't fair. It's all fucking, that's what it is, man. Sometimes racism is involved, but sometimes it isn't. Sometimes someone who graduated from the boss's alma mater and is friends with the boss's family is picked over the more qualified applicant. Color don't got shit to do with it. That person was plugged in. Okay? Like, that's just what it is. You know, you sit there, you expect that some people, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Right? I heard some dumb fuck leave a comment saying, yo, Ben Baller ain't an artist. How the fuck you to get a Topps card? He doesn't know shit about cards. Actually, I actually do know quite a bit about cards. And more importantly, I know about the business. And obviously know a lot about the game. So what, where, what? Okay. <laughs> I know more about baseball cards than most people do. And that's not even the issue. Technically, I am an artist. Okay. I create one of a kind museum quality jewelry. But yes, I'm not an illustrator, okay? And I can't draw, but peep game. I didn't ask to be on Todd's Project 2020. I didn't ask to be on Project 70, okay? I was asked to be in it. I was paid to do this. Go get mad at Tops. And by the way, go to hell, okay? People were mad at J. Cole for going overseas to play professional ball in Africa and some other, like these other pros that were in that league were like, yo, man, he took a position from someone else who was more deserving, you know, I was fucked up. Shut the fuck up, ass clown, okay? And some of you may not know this, I don't even like J. Cole, personally. Some of his music is cool rap, I don't rock with dude, something personal, right? I don't give a fuck, whatever. But he would probably bring so much more attention to that team and help out in so many other ways with other things. Like, I get that everyone has an opinion and you sh everyone should be allowed to speak their opinion. But before you do, try to do some research on everyone or anyone you're going to criticize. 99% of the time that someone comes from me, they don't even realize how deep 
my knowledge of history goes in that field. Like when people say, oh, why the fuck would, you know, he didn't do that. How the fuck do you know? Oh, maybe because I've known the guy for fucking 30 years. Maybe I fucking, you know, raised his kids or whatever. You know, it could be silly shit like that. What the fuck would you know about San Francisco? I don't know. You know, I went to college there, SF State. I went, you know, only played football and basketball there, you know, smashed 100 bitches on campus. Like I'm just, people just crack me up, okay? You don't know by now. Like you guys don't realize I usually only speak heavy about shit that I'm actually into and that I know about. Like, I got to know deep shit about something I'm talking heavy shit about. Again, I don't care what color your skin is or where you grew up. Either you're genuine or you're not. Okay? Either you get it or you don't get it. That's all I need to know. All right? Now, real quick. My Gold Kingsford Barbecue Grill drops this Thursday, June 10th, on the network app. Go to the network app and I'll tell you what time it is, all right? There will be less than 50 for sale. Yes, I know. I think the lowest amount of fucking anything that we've dropped has been at least five, 600 fucking units, okay? So 50, I sold 500 money counters in six seconds, all right? So it just means good luck, all right? I don't want to hear shit about bots. I don't want to hear about bots anymore on network. I just, I don't know, you know what I mean? I've tried it, yes, I don't get it. I don't know, man. But there's people out there that do get it. So try your best if you want one. Okay, if you really want one, try it. It is fucking dope. It's made by Evador. This is like literally like Sur La Table quality. It's going to sell out very fast. Probably my fastest sellout in network history, all right? Don't blame the bots. It's fucking, it is what it is, right? Network's a fucking great app. Um, speaking of sellouts, thank you everyone who copped my Project 70 dual auto cards on Friday. Um, it was the longest it ever took to fucking sell out. It's all good. I get it. There's a lot going on, whatever. I guess Godzilla wasn't everyone's favorite, which is fine by me. I like the card, you know what I mean? But look, I know Tatis is everyone's favorite and I know Doge is everyone's favorite. So my Doge collaboration Tatis card is... Just got here today, this morning. Just got here right before I recorded. And I will let you know when the Tatis autos go on sale. Now, oh, hold on, wait a second. Back to that beautiful barbecue grill. I forgot to mention, right? I only got one. That is it. I did not get anything else. They are giving me one to give away, and that's it. So I will be giving away. And by the way, all my homies complaining to say, oh, why John Mir got one? That's on Kingsford end. That ain't on my end. Network didn't get a seating list. Kingsford had their own publicity list, whatever, boom. I don't know, okay? But I'm glad John got one because that's my dude, all right? And he posted. And by the way, John Mayer just dropped his new album. Go grab that shit. That shit is actually really good, okay? Anyways, back to the beautiful gold Kingsford barbecue grill. The Ben Baller gold barbecue grill. I got one to give away, and I will be giving one away on next week's weekend wrap up okay all right i will be giving one away next week on monday and it'll only be for btb listeners so make sure you pay attention to all these episodes i might pull something from episode 183 or last week's maybe today's i don't know maybe thursday's episode coming up pay attention 
because I'm not giving hints away for that contest. This is a fucking very expensive grill. Comes with all kinds of dope ass shit. Now, my Ben Baller to the Strain meet and greet and release in San Diego is officially confirmed for June 19th at the Cookies Fashion Valley location. June 19th is also known as 619 Day, a.k.a. San Diego Day, because 619 is the area code. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing my, my BTB armies. Do I have BTB army uh, fans in uh, San Diego? I, I hope I see you there. I will be doing Burners Hate Street in the middle of July. That's next month in San Francisco. For those who don't know where the fucking Hate Street is, right? And for my Los Angeles release, for my LA release, whether it be at Maywood or probably Maywood and Melrose, okay, I will finally be dropping my third strain, which is K-Town OG. And that is, you know how much I love OG. I hope you guys know pretty much that's what I prefer, even though this Jonas being his cat dick is fire as a motherfucker. K-Town OG is that gas. And I saved that drop for my LA fam. Also, good story. Involves uh, good Samaritan behavior. I had these uh, Bidia cheesy tacos. Uh, Bidia is, is goat, right? Very soft meats, fucking delicious. And I had these Bidia cheesy tacos against my diet this past week. But I really wanted to help out this business. I just came across the page randomly, and uh, they're a really small taco stand business, okay? And um, it's literally, this business is ran out of the back of a pickup truck, and, you know, they take the stuff out of the pickup truck and create a stand with, like, a tent. It's, like, real, real, real small business called La Prieta, P-R-I-E-T-A, La Prieta, La Prieta Mexicana, they are located in Valley Village, and they're on the corner of Magnolia Boulevard and Laurel Canyon on the Magnolia side, okay? They're on the southwest corner, all right? Just so you know, they're in the John's Market parking lot, but facing on Magnolia. All right, let me tell you guys. Go there, tell them that Ben Baller sent you. I'm not in contact with them like that, but look, these are the best tacos I've ever had in my life. No joke. No kizzy, right? I posted them on my TikTok and on my stories. That night, the day I posted them, they sold out of food, right? They made a post about it. They had sold out, that's why I talk about sold out of food, okay? It made me really happy to see them so happy. It was, I got a little, I got slight goosebumps right now. You know, shout out to my boy Pape, uh, Popeye, sorry, Pape. <laughs> Popeye, he's a good dude, man. He's a dude who works for Dave & Buster's corporate. He's a solid fucking guy. Just a solid, solid guy. Um, he had brought it out. He's like, yo, man, it's amazing you use your platform for good. And I'm like, man, look, I paid for my tacos too, right? I knew this business. I was like, man, I can't get much. Like, I don't give a fuck how much I helped them. I just had to pay for my food, you know? Um, it just felt good to support a small business, and that's what life is about, and that's what I love using my platform for. Now, on the entire end of the food chain, I went and had lunch, brunch with my wife and our friends for the Philippines, and one of them happens to be a real-life princess. Yes, like, not joking at all. She is a real royal family member. She is a princess for real. She is such a sweet girl, but had an amazing carb-free brunch 
at Nobu Malibu. I don't know if you know, you can't get a fucking reservation at Nobu Malibu. Uh, definitely not on a Sunday for like the next like maybe six months. But shout out to my boy Eli. He had plugged me in with the GM. The GM knew who I was. It was all good. I took the K-Town Destroyer out, you know what I'm saying, out there to Malibu. We had a nice little ride, hit the country mart, you know what I'm saying. Motherfuckers was pulling out their cameras and this and that. I'm like, yo, this is fucking crazy. You know, you think like, you know, it's about the center, but no, there's everyone's, oh, it's Ben Baller, boom. I don't know. My wife was like, wow, man, I had no idea it was this bad. She's like, I can't deal with this kind of attention. This is crazy. Um, when we got onto the 10 freeway, uh, <laughs> You know, we're driving the PCH, and I'm taking the 10, headed home to Hollywood, right? And I saw some open road, and Nick screamed at the top of her fucking lungs, having a panic attack. So, like, I was barely going 91, and she was fucking flipping out. So that's salty. And I said, yeah, you, 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 just, you know how to ruin the day. You ruin the day now. <laughs> Can't fucking wait till we get to Cabo. Jesus Christ. But guys, listen. That is all the time we have for today's weekend wrap-up. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, I got to head to work right now, actually. I got to go straight to the fucking office because we're two weeks away from reopening our Beverly Hills flagship IFNCO store. So, you know, I got to get this shit cracking. By the way, we are a couple months away from opening our showroom downtown where my office is and there's a private appointments going on now, but we're going to have, it's going to be a little more presentable, you know. Anyways, guys, I love you all, all right? For real, I mean that. Please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Tell your friend, even if they don't, just tell anyone to hit the subscribe button on the Behind the Baller podcast. Listen, I hope you guys have a great week. Yo, Lakey, what's good, fam? All right, man, take us to the moon, bro. You know what I'm saying? I see you got some Dodge coin, Lakey Lake. All right, y'all, peace, y'all. <laughs>